This is Paul McGann, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. The tenth squeak to new, all the way to episode. 314 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast and once again we are going to add to your to watch, to read, to listen pile. We are not sorry. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we do every with a virtual table and see who joins us this week. This is Brittany and Hoss. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Chrissy in Salt Lake City was hot last week now it's we're actually getting spring <laughs> this is holly from wisconsin uh, no longer hot we're out of the negatives and into the 30s Yay! gonna start wearing shorts yeah uh, not quite i draw the line shorts don't come out till 65 70 yeah <laughs> yes and and this is rachel in a slowly melting indianapolis indiana it was 42 degrees when I got home last night, but it was not nice. that hot today, and the sun was not out as much as yeah. I liked. But we're headed in the right direction, which is good. Yay. I'll we're, take we're, it. We're heading out of the freezer. Yes. <laughs> That's always a good feeling. Yeah, but like, right? you know, that foot of snow we got a week ago, there's still a lot Ooh. of it on the ground because it's taking yeah. forever to melt, and now like the ground is just a soggy mess. So uh, keep your well, I, I don't even know how much I have right now. <laughs> like, I yeah, Brittany got that. hammered. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for living on the East Coast. <laughs> so it's like in the East Coast and high ele- ele- elevation. <laughs> that too. That that makes a difference. Yeah. Yes, it does. This is why I will never live in that part of the country. Sorry. <laughs> I'll come visit, but I ain't living there. <laughs> you got some beautiful locations uh, in the you know East Coast, New England area, but <laughs> not enough for me to live there. Sorry. No, the the, win- <laughs> the winters aren't worth it, and I'm saying that as living at the base of a mountain, where it, it actually it, we get more snow than the valley does because we're up a little higher than everybody yeah. else. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll stick with the Indiana winters <laughs> for better or for worse. I'd rather not have those either. But if I have yeah. to choose, I'll stay here. Thank you. <laughs> so, well, that's been the weather report. So let's move on. <laughs> well, you know, we have, to have, we, have, we have our ten o'clock news segment. Sometimes now we have the weather. So yes. Weather. <laughs> Yeah, keep everybody updated yes. um, so yeah let's move on to the news not a whole lot of news a couple of trailers have dropped including uh one that i did not even know this was in the works and i was very hesitant uh before i hit play to watch it because it, when it came out it was all over the place as it was because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the history of translating video games into movies is um not the best track record for how they they are getting better yeah but the last time they adapted this it 
did not go over well. <laughs> no, nope, no, not at all. Christopher uh, Lambert as Raiden. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's but, better you know, if you're a child of a certain age and you ever went to, you know, your local bowling alley or whatever that had, you know, any sort of like arcade, you could almost always find a Mortal Kombat uh, arcade machine. And even I, who I don't consider myself a video game player, remember playing and having my favorites uh, <laughs> to play. Same uh, here. Always trying to get the right button combination to get, you know, the really gory fatalities. Uh -huh. The special moves, because those are, you know, the most fun. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, the more blood, the better. Yeah, but apparently this is going to be coming out on Netflix. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they're do they're going to attempt another Mortal Kombat. This seems to kind of have a plot, maybe, kind of, sort of. Um, Built your head one way and look. Yeah, uh, you got some very recognizable characters, uh, some very recognizable costumes, and I was like, okay, it, the trailer that I watched was the Red Band trailer. So I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. It's mm -hmm. it's gory. You know, yeah, we're talking Game of Thrones gory here. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and if I if I remember right, um, one of the biggest complaints of the the movie they made, the Mortal Kombat movie they made so many years ago, was that it was like PG or PG thirteen, and everyone was like, "You can't have a Mortal Kombat movie without the blood and, and guts and everything." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm watching this trailer and I'm like, "Okay, okay, this is this seems like it might be passable." You know, whatever it like they focus on sub zero mm. quite a bit in the trailer um and then we got uh they get just a little bit of scorpion versus sub zero and the minute scorpion's like get over here i'm like okay i'm good yeah. <laughs> yeah. you had me at get over here <laughs> Oh, but my two dogs know that one very well. It's yeah. like, uh, uh, she's channeling that game. We get over to her. Not that I'd hurt them, but it's just like, you're trying my patience. Yeah. How many times have you, you know, like, a person, a thing, like the remote controls on the other side of the room? I mean, you know, now we got Harry Potter and we all wish we had wands, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, for a time there, we were just like, can I just shoot a thing and be like, get over here, you know? Right? <laughs> that would be so convenient. It would be. So, yeah. again, we'll have to wait and see till the entire thing is released and see just how well it does. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, hey, they said the thing. So, mm -hmm. that's good. It's like, Don't forget that's your roots, Mortal Kombat. Don't forget your roots. That's the important thing. Yep. And, I wonder what kind of background music we're going to get. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. And and bear in mind those who are are not in the know, don't confuse Mortal Kombat with Street Fighter. No. There is, there, there is an article. There was an article that was floating around that was complaining that Chun Li wasn't in the movie, and it's like, uh, she's not in Mortal Kombat. She's a Street Fighter. Yeah. I'm Wrong pretty sure Jean-Claude Van Damme is not going to appear, appear anywhere in this movie. No. So. Nor, nor is Raul Julia, much to our sadness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, there uh, Jezebel was 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 kvetching about that. And I'm just like, do you even know what you're writing about? Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> so 
but no, it looks it it looks like a good time. Yeah. If if nothing else, at least it will be entertaining. Yeah. Well, and in other, this is either going to be a train wreck or this could be really entertaining. Oh, uh, yeah. Trailer. Good. Good. Uh, just you know, mere what weeks after we talked about 101 Dalmatians and the fact that yeah. we're getting a movie about Cruella, we got our first look at it with Cruella. Oh, with Emma Stone as Cruella. I, I was getting some like Joker penguin Batman vibes when I was watching this trailer with, you know, with the darkness and yeah. some of the weight. It's like, mm, I don't know. I, I, this is this is kind of my thing, and I, I know people have have had their opinions about this. And and you know, we mentioned this when we talked about 101 Dalmatians so many weeks ago. Cruella's whole shtick is mm-hmm. she wants to kill puppies and make them into a coat. Uh-huh. How do you make that villain sympathetic? I'm not seeing it. But, but it, it, it very much feels like that they're trying to make her like, oh, she's just a misunderstood kind of, you know, a Harley Quinn Joker. I mean, a lot of people have made that. I think what he did with Mal- uh, Maleficent. Maleficent, yeah, which I just, I'm not a fan of because I'm like, can't she just be evil and be evil for being evil's sake? Like, that she doesn't need to have an, a, a, an, apolo- a, 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 yeah, an apologetic coming on and saying oh but she was justified in in doing that and you know maleficent's one thing because she's a a wicked evil sorceress from a fairy tale Cruella wanted to kill puppies (laughs) so yeah that line drawn in sand yes (laughs) and and they even they even kind of nod that in the trailer with those those dalmatians that you know at the party and they're growling at her i'm just they know they know they know they know (laughs) They know, and she she may not have even had the idea yet, but the Dalmatians, they know. They know exactly what's, what this woman is about, and they want no part of her. Mm-hmm. So, I guess we'll see. I do not have high hopes, but we'll see. It, it could end up being like Maleficent, where, you know, at the end of the day, she still becomes the, the evil mm-hmm. being that we all come to know and some people love. And you could still know her backstory and be like, oh, yeah, she had a crappy childhood or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, she's still evil. So Yes. Who knows? It's like, it's like yeah, you you've, you had a, ch- a crappy childhood. That doesn't excuse the bad things you did. Yeah. Or will do. Or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm, I guess it depends I'm, on how they play it. So. Yeah. It's hard to tell from the trailer. Other, you know, but it looks fabulous. It looks like Emma Stone had a lot mm. of fun filming this and mm. channeling her inner Cuella. And the costumes are like, oh, <laughs> like oh, the cosplay possibilities. Dang you, Disney! I don't need any more projects. <laughs> Uh, speaking speaking of t- a bit of a tangent, so I, I was at work today, and uh, one of the other librarians was. They were going through the collection, seeing like what books need to be taken out, what needs to be replaced. Um, you know, just kind of weeding through everything. And we found one that was like, "How to do your hair like a Disney villain." 
Oh. <laughs> and, and, they, and Cruella's in there and it full out like you do the you do the half black half white thing you do all this you know and then there's there's like one for Captain Hook like you can do braid dreadlocks you can do your hair up in a in horns for Maleficent and I was like oh wow that one that's something else yeah. <laughs> and I'm like you know <laughs> they're saying it's pretty popular and so they're probably gonna order another one so you know what cost cosplay possibilities there you go I wish I could remember the name of it. I'd tell, I'd, I'd, I'd put it out there. So like, if you, if you really want to know how to do your hair, so you look like a Disney villain, here it is. But yeah, it's basically like Disney villain hairstyles. You could find it if you search Amazon, Google, whatever. Yeah. Well, fun. Yeah. Uh, So that's it really for Zenus um other than um uh again I am <laughs> podcasting away this entire month it's been kind of crazy um so um my uh next appearance on the Brandon Peters show uh, old space show for our episode about attack of the cybermen is now um available in the feeds for you um so that was uh, an interesting co- uh, conversation considering uh you know just how you know uh bagged on um uh, the twin dilemma was, and then you know, <laughs> you get the second story, and it's like, oh, this is great, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, what happened? <laughs> uh, so that was uh, an interesting, um, an interesting discussion. Fun to talk about the Cybermen, good classic, you know, villain. Um, and then, um, Part three of the Trial of the Time Lord is now available through on uh, Next Stop Everywhere, Doctor Who podcast. Uh, so, Terror of the Vervoids. So, we get the not so introduction to Mel. <laughs> it's more like, oh, look, new companion. There she is. Yay. Um, and it's, uh, again, an interesting uh, discussion. <laughs> um, so um and then uh of course uh latest episode of gold standard is out on the feeds where we talk about the lost weekend um which is uh the best picture winner for 1945 uh so um interesting film We'll just like leave it at that. Are. Yeah, I mean, they have to be at least somewhat interesting for them to even get nominated. I would like to think, let alone win. Um, wasn't my favorite. You'll just have to listen to the episode to find out why. I, I would, you know what? <laughs> all this, I would, I would really be curious to know what is going to be your favorite ultimately. <laughs> um. Good question. You mean like the movie that I get the that gets the highest rating from me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you guys are still going through all of them, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect you to have your answer right now. But I'm just, you know, going through all this and like you, 
you really haven't found one that you're like, oh, I love this one. I, you know, really excited. Or even just, yeah, you know, that you enjoyed it or, you know. I've had some that I genuinely enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've rated any any of the actual best picture winners. Um, I don't think I've rated anything higher than like an eight. Um, now, some of the uh, Patreon Mm-hmm. I've rated very high, <laughs> but yeah, um, none of the actual that's, best picture yeah. winners I've yet to rate really high quite yet. There is one that I know of that will get a high rating from me just because it is one of my favorite movies of all time um, and love it. As my husband sets out the fire alarm. <laughs> Chauncey, stop cooking. Yeah, really. <laughs> You don't need you burning down. Just a cook dinner, not burn it. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm you just must I'm, have bacon. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not if it's bacon. Don't burn the bacon. <laughs> but we will not get to that one for quite a while, if that gives you an idea. So, oh boy, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna be one that we're going to get to for quite a while. So you're just gonna okay. have to wait. And All right. If anything else gets, you know, tugs at the Russian judge's heartstrings. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we we we've discussed this about how how you know awards awards are kind of like it's it's a compromise. It's not really anyone's mm-hmm. favorite, and it's just kind of like eh. All right. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I, I, I would I would think especially you guys. I don't know about the rest of our. Well, I know Chauncey would. Uh, just look at the list of best picture winners. And knowing what we like and I like, you could probably figure it out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have a feeling I know what what you're talking about. Which one? Yep. Yep. So there is that. So those are all available wherever you can get podcasts. All all three of those. And if you're not subscribed to any of them, why not? (laughs) Please do so. I'm not just saying that because, you know, I'm on them. (laughs) (laughs) They're all good shows. Uh, Yes, they are. Uh, So there is that. Uh, So moving on to the feedback. We've got some feedback from Shalane. Um, And... um, She says, uh, Muppet Treasure Island. Um, she says that her favorite songs are Cabin Fever, Professional Pilots, Pirate, Pilot, Pirate, <laughs> Ships, Not Planes, uh, Sailing for Adventure, <laughs> and Something Better. And um, I did not know this, uh, but there's an extended version of Cabin Fever if the song wasn't long enough uh, that's on the soundtrack. <laughs> It's probably one of those that they kept kept on writing because they kept coming up with with goofy ideas for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you go and listen to the soundtrack, uh, there is uh, even more cabin fever <laughs> to be found. Um, and then some of her favorite parts are uh, when Dead Tom is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call him dead tom yeah 
It's like, he killed dead Tom. I was like, he was already dead. That's why we called him dead Tom. <laughs> uh when um when billy bones dies and rizzo's like he died this is supposed to be a kid's movie, a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah 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 a lot, lot a lot of a lot of death in her favorite quotes <sighs> yeah um let's see she says um she wonders if there might be more movies based on classic novels starring the Muppets in the future. And she suggests things like uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, <laughs> Taming of the Shrew, Pride and Prejudice. That would be very interesting. Uh, Moby Dick, Tom Sawyer, and Huck Finn. <laughs> now I need to see Piggy and, and Kermit as, as Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need this in my life as ridiculous as it must be I, you know what i've or, seen i've or, seen other people like call for that on social media like recently or, too or a muppet's version of much ado about nothing yeah i would watch more shakespeare if it was done by the muppets that's all i'm saying you know that that is a whole series of movies that they could do because I, mean, I can't they, stand yeah, Shakespeare like, usually, but I would do it if it's Muppets. By the Shangirls? Yeah. <laughs> as long as we can visit the set, we'll, we'll, yes. we'll the magic. We, we won't. We won't tattle, but ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Like now we're gonna have to like cast each Muppet. Like which Muppet would be this? <laughs> Maybe we should do an episode where we do that. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be fun. I like, I like that. It's like if if if, uh, if Disney or whoever won't won't pitch it, well, by golly, we will. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's good work, you guys. It's totally good work. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she also mentions how much your family, Chrissy, loves the Muppets, the TV show, well, the movies, and how you're passing it on to the next generation. As you mentioned, you've been showing it. Pup, the yeah. Muppet stuff to, to Alex. So. Yes. Well, I, I will. I will say this because the seventeenth was my parents' anniversary. Um, they didn't go anywhere because my mom broke her kneecap several weeks ago. Ooh. She's doing better. She's in the, uh, yeah, it's not been fun, but she hasn't been able to go anywhere. So they just, you know, we're home chilling. And that day, like my dad called just to, you know, say, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, "Yeah, they're watching watching Muppet Treasure Island. It's not quite my speed." <laughs> And I'm like, okay. But yeah, my, my dad likes uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, and that's really it for Muppet stuff that, that he's into. I, I think he might have watched some of the Muppet show back in the day, but I don't think it was really his his thing. Well, it's on Disney Plus now. That is true. Yes, that it is, is true. So you can watch it. Um, And then <laughs> her. I hope her- they release the Frog Prince one of these days on yeah. Disney. and then her uh last little her last comment uh that we will mention because i was talking about how i got to see kermit the frog in action at disney world um but that was the day that justin bieber was there she says i also hate justin bieber Uh, (laughs) i knew i liked you shalane uh so in solidarity in our dislike for Justin Bieber, so yes, it, it's it's not a 
you can see that a hard yeah it's not a hard um opinion to hold yeah yeah and she says she thinks she may have seen some of the muppets in action when she's been to disney and that is the case they do have the muppets they have the muppet vision 3d at disney's hollywood studios um which most of it is a 3d movie but uh statler and waldorf and sweetums uh appear in person um yeah in that because it's it's 4d is what it is so you know yeah Uh, so they gotta have actual there and there's an orchestra of penguins too um (laughs) i think i think they had it um at california adventure so many years ago yeah it was was there when when we went yeah and then twice and then for a while there they had um some of the muppets telling uh um uh stories of the early years is in liberty square right next to the hall of presidents um they had the muppets do like history mm-hmm. uh but of course it's the muppets so they don't necessarily tell the stories exactly historically accurate. they tell like the story of like paul revere's midnight ride uh that sort of thing so you can see the muppets now i'm picturing muppets in hamilton yeah <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> um, yeah. And the last time we were there, they also had the Muppet Mobile Lab, which was this ride around machine with uh, a beaker and uh, honeydew, Bunsen honeydew, um, trying to do science experiments for the people out and about in the parks, which was really cool to see, you know, this kind of weird contraption that dr bunsen honeydew had built and <laughs> riding around with it with beaker and you know of course with the any experiments that go wrong and beaker's usually the victim of said yes experiment gone wrong so <laughs> <laughs> poor beaker oh beaker mm-hmm. he's such a he's such a good sport yeah <laughs> mm-hmm and the thing is, he's kind of like R2-D2. He could be, like, telling, you know, like, cursing us off. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. Win-win. <laughs> we get amusement at uh, his uh, accidents. <laughs> and he, get, he gets to, uh, to um, work off some steam. With yes. This, uh... And nobody's offended because you can't understand what he's saying. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Beaker. Oh. Uh-huh. We love you, Beagle. Yep. Yes, we do. <laughs> yep. Well, just like the Swedish chef. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Swedish chef occasionally you get a word you understand. So. Yeah. yeah. Hope it's not a bad word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I love the Swedish chef. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, Shalane, for your feedback. As always. So. You know we love reading, but sometimes it's hard to find time to physically sit down with a book, which is why the Five-ish Fangirls has proudly partnered with Audible. Audible is a leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs. Whatever makes you squee, there's a perfect listen for you. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible Originals. Whether you're adventuring through time and space, running from dinosaurs, or capturing ghosts, 
With the free app, audiobooks go where you go. You can download titles and listen offline, anytime, anywhere. Even if you switch devices, you'll never lose your place. And right now, Five-ish Fangirls listeners can sign up for a free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. That's 30 days to check out not only their huge collection of audiobooks, but also podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. So continue the joy of reading with Audible. Don't see a title that trips your trigger one month? No problem. Your credit will roll over to the next month, and you can quit anytime and keep the books you've acquired forever. For more details and to sign up for your free 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. That's audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. And now, back to the podcast. Indeed. Moving on to this week's main topic, we are going to go back um and take a look at we have not done this since late september so it's been a while uh take a look at uh what we've all been using to entertain ourselves when we're not at work or doing this uh, <laughs> essentially uh so uh again we're probably gonna end up adding to uh not only each other's but others you know to watch list to read list and uh we're not sorry <laughs> at all life just ending. so 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 don't blame us when you're like i don't know what to do anymore just yeah yeah just it just happens. Like, i want to watch something but i don't know what here you go yeah you got suggestions mm-hmm. uh although in this case we're gonna start with reading so <laughs> <laughs> And reading in this case includes both books and audiobooks, I guess. Yes. So there's some overlap because there's a listening to category too. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. in my case, I consider audiobooks still reading. So yes. Uh-huh. And and coming mm-hmm. from the resident librarian, when we do like our, our summer reading and all those kinds of things, we say, Yeah, read listening to audiobooks, that counts as reading. Yes, because uh-huh. because pe- a lot of people when when we have it they want to sign up they're like but I I don't read I listen I'm like well okay then that works you can sign mm-hmm. up and that counts so yes and I will I will beat that that dead horse until it's pulp. Well, as the resident librarian, do you want to start? Uh, sure. Um, so the funny thing about um being a librarian and starting actually working uh, um, a steady job at a library. Not that I haven't been, but you know, now I have one place where I work all the time. You don't actually have time to read what you want <laughs> because you have to do, you have to um, do research for your programs. And I am, um, so our, our, so I've, I've been doing a lot of audiobooks, which I will guess I will say for listening to, well, no, I can do I've been I've got two series I've been listening to so I'll do one here and do the other one here but the other thing I've been doing is um reading for um we we have a we have a program um that we do it's called great reads it's for like kids eight to eleven with an adult um and so and every branch when things are normal every branch does one they pick a book every month and then they have like a book club around this book and it's usually like a middle grade book well since 
well, since Corona Chan came and decided to disrupt our lives, we've been doing it all virtually. So it's the entire system. So each branch only has to do it one month out of the year. And our month is going to be May. And the librarian who has planned it, uh, she's actually going out on maternity leave. So since I'm the newbie, I'm going to pitch pitch it for her. So that is a long and involved way of saying I've been reading this graphic novel called Catherine's War. And it is for, like I said, it's like um, eight, you know, ages eight to 11. And it's actually translated from French. Um, I have, I should have got this out before I uh, started, but it is about a girl who is, who lives in France and she loves photography. Um, and she's at this, it's in 1942. It's actually a, a true story. Um, so, so, you know, she's at this, at this children's home that they have a school and so she, she decided she loves photography, but then, you know, uh, you know, France, 1942, the Nazis come a calling and it doesn't end well for France initially. And she has to go on the run because, uh, she is Jewish. I, I, I think, she, yeah, but yeah, so she had to, has to leave and, uh, go into hiding she has to change her name um, but she takes a lot of pictures a lot you know she takes all kinds of pictures when she's on the run and so the book actually has some of her photos um they actually the this, this children's home actually has a gallery of, of pictures that she took um and it's just like it's kind of a, an interesting uh picture biography that gallery is of you know all the things that she that she went through that she saw like i mean there's stuff there's like normal stuff like going to school and the, you know the the nuns at the school um and you know when they're when you know they're serving dinner or the teachers but then there's also a picture that she took of a, a doll laying in some broken glass after you know something horrible happened um but you know it's it so you know, it, it, the, the trick is, you know, you have to make this interesting to kids, not too scary, because, you know, you're still dealing with, with young kids, but still impressing on them, like, what happened in history, um, and, you know, what, you know, all these things, all these things that happened, but, you know, put a human face on it, basically. So it's called Catherine's War uh, by Julia Billet and Claire Favelle. Um, they're French. I, let's see. Hold on a minute. Yeah, so they're they're so they they were both French, so it was and it was translated into English. I don't know how long ago. Um, they originally ca uh, originally uh, came out in 2017, but it was uh, English translation came out last year. So uh, so far, I am enjoying it as much as you can enjoy a, a book about you know so, a, a child uh, hiding out during World War II and and the Holocaust and. Nazis and all that stuff, but you know, it, one thing one thing you 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 quickly learn about children's historical fi fiction, there are a ton of books that take place during World War II, both fictional and based on a true story like this one. So, but no, it's it's a good one, and it's a graphic novel. That's just so media in general, they do that is World true. War II over any other yes. war. That yes. is true. Yes, yeah, it, it's kind of. Uh, it's I guess it's just really fascinating to people. But anyway, so there's that book um that I'm actually reading for work. But um and then the one then then one of the audiobook series I've been listening to uh is 
So I do I do like romance novels, by the way. <laughs> I don't talk a lot about a lot about them because there's not a whole lot to talk about. It's sort of my You've mentioned it a few times. Yes. But it's like it's like I'm not gonna get into the nitty-gritty of, you know, why did they choose this? Because you know, or why why did the author do this in this story? And here's this theory about these characters. It's a one and done and it's fun, it's fluffy, I enjoy it. So I did watch the um, the Bridgerton series on Netflix when it when it came out uh, in December. I did enjoy it, although the books are better, um, and there are some very interesting choices. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, there are some very interesting choices in the series that I'm like, I don't know why you did that, uh, especially when it comes to the the older brothers who are like, oh, you're not as you're not the way I expected you to be. You're kind of bland, but that's neither here nor there. So I've been going back and listening to the audiobooks of the, the, the Bridgerton series. And they're very clever, very fun. And it's just, yeah, I just, I just, I, cause I, I read them initially several years ago. Then they announced they were going to, Netflix was going to do the series. And then, you know, uh, you know, shocker, the, the hold list at the library is a million miles long. <laughs> I wonder why. Mm, yeah. Uh, in fact, today I, I, we got some new copies of the first book in, and this book's been out for, you know, 20 years or so, but everyone wants to, wants to read it. All spoken for, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I've been, I'm on to book, okay, I've lost count because there's eight siblings in this family and each sibling gets their own book. Um, um, but yeah, I think I'm on six. I'm on Francesca. That's, that's one of the younger sisters. And you know, the, the siblings are all named A to G. So there's Anthony, Benedict, <laughs> Colin, Daphne, Eloise, Francesca, Hyacinth, no, Gregory, then Hyacinth. And so, you know, and it's, I don't know, it, it, in romance, you kind of um, don't, you don't expect historical accuracy. Like, do not, if, if you're going to, to read historical romance, you don't go in there. I mean, they, they get some things right, but a lot of it is, um, you know, modern people in, in fancy dress and who right. time traveled somehow. Um, but you don't, you you read it for the characters, you read it for for fun and enjoyment, and, you know, I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, how dare you disparage historical romance? How dare you do this? It's, it actually is so smart. And I'm like, mm, I wouldn't call it smart, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's fun. And I'm like, there is nothing wrong with fun. And you know what? You are mm -hmm. always guaranteed a happy ending. If there's not a happy ending, it's not a romance. And honestly, these days especially, you know, media, you know, getting into the dark, nitty gritty, anti-hero, you know, negative, you know, head, you know, just, just ugh, really bad, awful things. Like nobody gets a happy ending. It's like, you know what I could, I could do with some fluff. So this is what I, so this is what I've been reading. So anyway, Bridgerton, the, the Netflix series is good. It is fine. The books are better. So if you can, either read them or listen to them the audio the audio narrator is she's she's wonderful the, the lady they have that, that reads them is is fantastic so you can't go wrong either way if you're if that's if, if you're interested you want to know what all the kerfuffle is about and everybody going nuts for this new netflix series which it has gotten picked up for a second season and i'm 
pretty excited about that. I my, well, with that many children, they're gonna, you know. yes. <laughs> well, my and my favorite of the of the stories is the is uh, Benedict's book because it's actually a little kind of a riff on Cinderella. Oh, <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> um, the, the heroine Sophie, um, she. You know, she she's you know the 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 unwanted the, the stepdaughter of the previous earl or, or I can't remember it wasn't an earl it was some some nobility and her her stepmother absolutely hates her and the father dies you know it it, it is basically beat for beat Cinderella and you know and then she uh, the the servants help her um go to this go to this ball that that uh, Lady Bridgerton is 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 hosting so she goes and it's a masquerade so you know. It doesn't matter if her clothes aren't the 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 latest and greatest, and then she can wear a mask and she she dances with Benedict. He falls for her, but she has to leave, and but but then from there the stepmother kicks her out, and Benedict is like, you know, he doesn't know where she went, and he refuses to marry anyone else because he can never find his mystery woman, and she ends up working for his family because they because the the stepmother kicked her out. And so she ends up being a lady's maid to, to his sisters, and she is terrified that he that he is going to find her or is going to find out who she is. And so it's just, like I said, it's Cinderella, almost yeah. beat for beat. So that one's my favorite, and I'm like, please don't screw that one up. That one's actually the third book in the series, so hopefully they get it right when they get to that in the show. So that's what I've been reading. Um, I guess I can go next. I've got a couple. So, um, I've actually been going back and rereading a mystery cozy series that's set up in the northwoods of my, my home state, Wisconsin. They're called the Loon Lake Mysteries by Victoria Houston. It's about this old retired dentist who likes to fish and he winds up getting pulled in to help the local sheriff solve some cases and you've got you know some of your local color and character and they're actually pretty good and, and she, there's 19 books and she is actually oh, doing yeah and she's actually doing a spinoff with the police chief and and the the book's titled going to be titled The Wolf Moon, and that's coming out in early summer of 2021. So I better get cracking on my reread. <laughs> and the other series that I'm reading, I'm playing catch up, is the In Depth series by J.D. Robb. It's a police procedural set in the future with a touch of romance and some crime solving. So <laughs> both are very good. Yeah, that is one series. I like. I pass it in the library. I'm like, oh, I'd love to have time to read that one. There's like, mm -hmm. yeah, they're they're up to like 52, 53 books, and I'm on like 44, 45. So yeah, I yeah, but the Dresden Files was large. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so, and I've yeah. read I've read some some Nora Roberts, and you know, that's her, you know. Mm -hmm. That's who Daddy Rob is. Yes. Yeah. So I and, and I've read like female some of her, characters. <laughs> yes. You know, and I, and I so I've read her um, some of her more like romantic fantasy type stuff, but mm -hmm. yeah, I haven't I haven't got to the JD Rob stuff because I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I 
start off with book one and then go from there. All right. I think I have one of those books somewhere. Now, is it something that you can start like in the middle or do you have to? You can can kind of start in the middle and backtrack because they do give you kind of enough filler Mm -hmm. if they bring something up from a previous case that you can actually kind of go back and search the wiki to find out which book the events actually kind of happened in. So, I mean, you could basically pretty much pick up wherever you'd like mm-hmm. and then go back. Okay. So, I mean, you don't necessarily have to start with one per se, but if you want to see kind of how the romance builds and how the two main characters kind of get together, then... Okay. <laughs> start with book one but you can hop basically you can hop in wherever because that's kind of what I, happened to me when I started JD Rob was like my sophomore junior year of college and this is when she would put out the new in-depth books in paperback and not do hardcover and I was seeing a lot of my girlfriends you know mm-hmm. reading them I'm just like hmm what's this about pick up the first couple I mean this was like when there was only like 10 or 12 books in the series <laughs> yeah so, so ca- catching up wouldn't have been too hard no catching up back then was real easy <laughs> so I'm just like oh okay I- I'm liking this all right sweet I mean she's dealing with a candy thief and it and vending machines that are robotic that will not give her a tube of Pepsi <laughs> and she threatens violence. I mean, along with solving crime and her husband who pretty much basically is a rich guy who runs pretty much everything. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's, it's fun. <laughs> and some of the cases do get a little a little gruesome and gory, but not, nothing too horrible. They do leave some stuff to the imagination. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, check the library. And if, I mean, and I think every single one's been in audio. And I think there's different versions out where there's the abridged and unabridged. So mm-hmm. take your pick. <laughs> Well, uh, since I'm in between, uh, well, we'll get to that when I get to the anticipation part. (laughs) So what I'm reading right now, um, I guess is kind of a uh, behind the scenes on what we have coming down the pipeline for the podcast. Because uh, I'm in the middle of a physical book and an audio book. Uh, the physical book is Disney War um, by <clears throat> James B. Stewart. Um, he is a um, journalist, um, but it is um, it is a yeah he used to be a editor at the wall street journal <clears throat> and now he uh well at least it's when this book was printed he was uh contributing to the new yorker um but it is all about the eisner era <laughs> <laughs> at disney <clears throat> so you knew this was coming yeah <laughs> and it is a big book 
this is a big book this is just like the wonder woman book that i was trying to work my way through that's over 500 pages long um so it is a big dense book that i am slowly making my way through um <clears throat> and then um audio wise uh i am listening to um via hoopla courtesy of my library um is uh working together which is one of michael eisner's books read by michael eisner so <clears throat> so right now as far as reading is concerned i've got michael eisner on the brain <laughs> <laughs> he's everywhere whether i want him to be or not so hint hint wink wink if you want to do a little pre-reading coming down the pipeline for the podcast uh -huh. wink wink nudge nudge say no more mm -hmm. <laughs> and because of both of those books are huge i'm not trying to take on anything else in the moment so don't blame you yeah I, yeah the audio the eisner one i saw the page count on the disney war it's like ooh, yeah. baby yeah well, and the and the one <laughs> written by eisner even in audio form it's seven hours Oof. so yeah well so, that's definitely... coming down the pipeline but not like next week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not Johnny Five. No. <laughs> yeah. More input. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like that. So that's what I'm reading at the moment. I mean, I actually had a small pile of to read that I was going to read in the official, but due to moving and like where I moved to and all that stuff, I. Oh, some stuff is with my grandparents, and I've been able to get down to get those books. So I haven't been able to read like those books. And I didn't want to start anything new um, until I got them. So, not surprised. I'm reading fan fiction a lot again. <laughs> Any good ones? Um, I've been like in a very heavy Harry Potter mood. Like I've been reading a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction. Mainly like, like stuff, um, like the Marauders era. I don't okay. know why that got suddenly like, boom. So I like I've been reading that those like the past I don't know how many weeks now. There's some good ones and like, I like reading like like kind of alternative universes where, um, Harry end up like living with Sirius. Mm -hmm. So. Those have been fun. Okay. And then I've had started listening to um, Sandman, but I haven't had a chance to get far into it. So I'm like, still like within like the first couple of minutes. Same <laughs> I say, I don't know. here. <laughs> I've, I've like, been kind I'm probably of not even a half hour yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. So I have to go back to that and probably start from the beginning. Yeah. Our apologies to Neil Gaiman. We are very excited about this adaptation of the Sandman. It's, it's just, just so much. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It's a lot to it's like the first, oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like the first part of like how many parts are supposed to be? A lot. A lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I will get it done eventually. I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In your oh, don't own worry. Time. I don't think Neil Game is going to be showing up at your doorstep anytime soon. Going, why haven't you finished it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, I, why I made I him sound Russian and him. not British? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't mind him coming knocking at my door. Well, that's true. <laughs> yes, it's like he you knows all people. My copy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. 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 All right, well, moving on from uh, reading to watching. So what is everybody probably binging (laughs) these days? Well, um, I don't know that we're actually binging it. But, uh, I, you know, since, since Jared and I got married and I, you know, I've told him, like, I have not seen all of the Star Trek movies other than Wrath of Khan. And he's like, we're going to fix that someday. Well, someday has arrived, more or less. <laughs> um, so cool. we started with the motion picture. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, we're, as, as, we, as we are wont to do, we, we are ranking them. Um, and I'm just uh-huh. like... And the, the whole time I was like, Gene, color is a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy cow. So, I remember the kerfluffle when you posted that. And I knew you were, as soon as I read it, I was like, you're doing that sarcastically. I get <laughs> it. And everybody was like. It was the DC Universe in. before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, guys, it's, I'm trying to be funny. You know, you're, you're, you're acting like I insulted your dog. It's Star Trek. <laughs> I know. might as well have insulted their grandmother i know i i should have i should have known better i mean i i married i married a, a a big trek fan my i grew up with a trek fan i i understand fandom i should have known better but you know what whatever um so then we went to Rathacon, and you know it was Rathacon. it's amazing um and huh. you know i i mean i'd search heard for the, yeah, search for Spock. i'd heard the whole thing about the whole Oh, the odd numbered ones are terrible, and the even numbered ones are good. But honestly, I mean, the motion picture, all it is, is just an elongated episode. Like, it could be a, uh-huh. it could be a, good, mm-hmm. a good episode. It's just they didn't yep. have enough to fill it out. And, you know, there's a whole history behind that, and I won't go into it here. Um, uh, Search for Spock was good. It's just, it kind of lagged in a few places, and. Yeah, and it ties into four. I mean, you kind yeah. of have to watch three and four almost together to yeah. really. And, yeah, which, which which is basically what we did because we watched um, uh, the voyage home. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, the yes, and you know that one's kind of a screwball comedy, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I it love got, it. Yeah, it, it was it was good. It was just. I don't know. I'm like this. This feels so weird. Like like Spock and everybody running around San Francisco. Although I, I love the bit where you know they're looking for the the nuclear vessels. Yeah, and, the, and there's a, says, like what does she say? Aren't they down in I can't remember the, the city or the Alameda. Yeah. Alameda. And you know, and she's apparently she was she wasn't even an extra. She was just somebody on the street and that was walking through where they were filming and. Um, and Walter Koenig just didn't break character <laughs> when she said, oh, they're down in Alameda. 
I mean, it, it's basically like a heist film, and yeah. the heist is trying to get the whales. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, Voyage Home is is fun. It's a good one. I, I I did enjoy it, and I had a good time watching it. And then you have Final Frontier. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't ever let Shatner direct. Mm-mm. Mostly because it. Uh, I, mean, I mean, these are just you know quick and dirty re- reviews. My my thoughts mm-hmm. on it. Um, I mean, there are some good ideas, but then he would, he would, you know, they'd have an idea, then they'd drop it, and then they'd have another good idea, and then they'd drop it. And I, I think there's some good stuff in there. It's just a mess. So that's mm-hmm. the problem with five. Yep. Um, and then we get to Undiscovered Country, and I loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, bear in mind, like I said, I, before we started this little experiment, I had not seen any of the star trek movies that weren't the jj abrams reboots other than wrath of khan because everybody talks of wrath of khan and rightfully so and i do i do like original series star trek what uh you know what of it i have seen i haven't seen a whole lot and i keep meaning to fix that um but but what i've seen i I do i love original series and undiscovered country felt like they finally got the formula right. Everything that original series, what what made it good, what made it fun and relatable, and why it's it's hung on so long in popularity, Undiscovered Country feels like the ultimate original series Star Trek movie. And I know that's blasphemy to say because everybody loves Wrath of Khan. I prefer Undiscovered Country, and you can all hate me and burn me at the stake all you want, but dude, it was so much fun, and I loved it. I just. No. Quick refresh my memory. Five was the one with the Klingon murder plot, correct? Mm, or was that six? Five, five was the one is, why does God need a spaceship? Okay, six, six, yeah, six is the, the Klingon murder plot. Okay, so, so six I is the one with Christopher Reeve in it? Or not Christopher Reeve, Christopher Lloyd? No, that one was three. Oh, three, okay. yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it's so, so hard to keep track. I know, I know. Except for I'm Ricardo like, Montalban, I know Ricardo Montalban and his you know tan, yeah. slick, yeah. muscled chest and abs are two. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, I just barely. I've just been watching them, and I I'm still getting confused. So you know, diehard Star Trek fans, you know, hate me all you want. I don't care. My husband loves me, so shove it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, then, then we, then you know, we have the next gen movies, and Jared had to show me um, Q Who and Best of Both Worlds. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I, yeah. So, so he showed me that before I watched First Contact. First Contact w- was great. I, I did like it. Although, I, the funny thing is, so like I said, my dad is a big Star Trek fan. But when I was a kid, and and and, and we've discussed this, so I'm not you know bagging on him or anything when i was a kid i just and he would watch next gen Uh and an original series if it was you know on on reruns and syndication and i just kind of when i was little i assumed oh that's dad's thing i'm not gonna watch it with him just because i just had this thing this thing in my mind that i didn't watch star trek with my dad i just that i just didn't i would watch like westerns with him like john wayne movies with him and that was fine but you know star trek was just oh that's his thing so I never really got into it, but I would catch it when he would watch like first contact. I'd catch a, a thing here and there. And the other problem mm-hmm. is he channel surfs like nobody's business, which he can mm-hmm. watch. He can watch TV that way. I can't. It's like I get into one thing and then it goes to commercial and he has to switch over to something else. I'm like, forget it. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea 
that first contact was the scenes with the Borg and the scenes with the with the hippies in Montana. Yes. <laughs> I never it, knew that was the same movie. I thought it, it was two it different movies. Rip roaring drunk and yeah. <laughs> and Zephram Cochran, hey, we gotta have some music and it's Steppenwolf. Yeah. Magic carpet ride. Yeah. Now, did you see Generations before First Contact, or did you do oh, those? Oh wait, yeah, no, we did. Do, we did do Generations. That's right. I skipped that one because um, yep. I'm like, wait, we've done another one. But yeah, we did Generations, and I re I did like Generations. I kind of feel like they gave Kirk the shaft. Yeah. I'm like, Come on. I, I mean, I mean, they're. I, 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 well, okay. I'd heard about the. You know, they dropped a bridge on him bit which yeah. i was like, annoyed because i like kirk a lot but then uh -huh. again he, he he dies quote unquote uh -huh. saving the enterprise from from his point of, from his timeline point of view so in, in reality he did get some kind of a heroic send-off uh -huh. i just wish it had kind of just stayed there but that's yeah. neither here nor there so anyway but yeah generations oh. was was fun i just the, the, it, it was it was a little it was a little flabby in places, but not not too bad. Yeah, I have to say, out of all the next gen ones, first contacts, my favorite, <laughs> and uh, with my and my dad's too, because whenever it was on, he'd be like, "We're watching." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I did enjoy first contact and having that the the episodes, it you know, there as well. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this is why the Borg are scary. I mean. I knew what they were, you know, the collective, the, you know, you don't have your own mind, but, but actually seeing it in, in action in the movie or, and in the show, it's like, holy crap. Um, yeah. So yeah. Although I have now, now I think is it, it's insurrection. That's our next one. I think. Yeah. Now, now my mother-in-law is also a huge trek fan you know this is where her her sons got it <laughs> and you know and jared told her that was our next one when we when we get when we get a chance to watch it and she's like oh i love that one so I, i'm excited for that so i guess it you know anticipation that's my next that, that's uh -huh. what i'm anticipating when we can sit down to watch star trek insurrection because i've heard it's good um but that's where we are that's what that's our big what we've been watching thing oh and you know watching um mario games on youtube with alex but that's <laughs> that's not that's not hard <laughs> he loves luigi he goes red mario green luigi pink peach green yoshi Aww. he is adorable i love my son <laughs> by the way <laughs> But yeah, we've been watching. We, he's been watching Mario games on YouTube. I, I will play, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. Here, go. Let's just watch it on YouTube. And, and he loves it, so I'm like, sweet. And it's very helpful when I have to, like, you know, go do laundry or some other chore. And like, here, entertain yourself. Okay. That's what I've been watching. Uh, I have been, as I was saying, Kali, before we started. So the last time we did this, I was binging uh, Supernatural. So I was like, oh, yeah, I was binging a, a TV series that has 15 seasons. Guess what happened? I went, I'm now binging another TV series that have 15 seasons. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, right. Yeah. Except yeah. <laughs> so this case is even older. I've been binging ER. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> And I'm 
spot all the soon to be big star talent. Yeah, it's been playing. It's like been playing. Where's Waldo? It's hilarious. It's wild. Some of the uh, faces that have popped up on the screen. I mean, obviously, like you've got like the cast. Like everybody knows, it's like oh, George Clooney got his start on ER, and, and you know all that fun stuff. And you know, Noah Wiley. I'm like, oh, he's gonna go into the librarians and stuff like that. Uh, Alex Kingston. It's like ah, River Song. Um, you know, Ming Na Wen. It's like ah, she's so. It's like she's so young. <laughs> but at the same time, she barely looks like she's aged. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then, it, yeah, it's been fun to watch, like, uh, people come in for, like, guest spots for, like, a short stint, like, Mariska Harjahey, uh was in, like, a handful of episodes, like, a year before she went uh, on to do Law and Order, um, and, like, Sally Field uh, comes in, you know, guest stars a, a few times uh, as one of the uh, nurses' mothers. Uh, uh-huh. and like Alan Alda had a stint you know as a as a doctor for a run and then there's like the occasional guest star or, or like character actor that it's kind of like oh yeah I know that person because they're in like everything and they're <laughs> one of the faces um that they will pop in there and then there's some people where it's like they got their like they were starting out acting like I've seen um uh, Jared Paladecki and um you know, at one point, um, in a completely different episode, his, you know, future supernatural father (laughs) (laughs) makes an appearance as well. Um, uh, uh, Speaking of Star Trek, a really, really young, I didn't recognize him because he's so young and still had some of the baby fat, so he was kind of on the chummy side, a little Anton Yelchin. Oh, I was like, his face kind of looks familiar. Where do I know him from? And I looked, I'm like, oh, it's Anton. Even he looked young in the post Star Trek too. To be fair, well, like, yeah, really but, like this, this he's like nine, so oh, <laughs> he hasn't gone through puberty yet. So you know, he hasn't like you know grown up. He's still got the he's got a chubby face. It's like, oh, he's so cute. Uh, you know, it, it's just crazy, just how many like famous names have made their way you know on er in one form or another whether they're just there for like one scene or one or two scenes as you know as a patient or somebody gets focused on for several episodes or you know they become a reoccurring or they end up becoming a a regular so it's been it's been pretty wild was omar epps on er before going over to hell Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, there's several house, future house alumni uh, <laughs> in this. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 been pretty wild, and I'm only on season eight, so I've still got a lot more to go with faces and names and stuff. IMDb has been my best friend. <laughs> yeah, while watching this, so, uh, but it's been it's been pretty wild to 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 watch um i mean that's pretty much of what i've been watching other than you know podcasting homework watching stuff for gold standard um and you know this show and heaven forbid twist my arm rewatching the six doctor run for my guest appearances <laughs> <coughs> oh no oh no uh, <laughs> 
the so horror. yeah that's that's been fun and like i'm not really watching at least not live tv um uh because uh chauncey has absconded the living room half the time um which is fine that's what hulu is for uh, and and disney plus of course so like i've been watching i've been keeping up with like prodigal son but i've been doing it like the day after on hulu um you know same thing with things like supermarket sweep you know rewatch you know watching it after the fact on hulu and then of course wandavision uh which has been so good so so good <laughs> so yes i have yeah i have been watching and that will be forthcoming <laughs> yes i was gonna say i've been watching that one too but uh that's we'll, we'll discuss it when we get there yep season's yeah. not over yet <laughs> yep. i feel like it is almost open i'm sad about that but there's so much more mm-hmm. to wait to see this year yep Like last year, there was no nothing MCU. Yeah. This year, but we did have Agents of Shield. That's true. We had for a little bit of a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but once Agents of Shield ended, we're all like, what I'm now? Actually not we're all we're all like all over twist. Yeah, we're all like all over twist watching, walking up to Kevin Viking home. Please, I want some more. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> He did. He's delivering. Yes. We all getting more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Oh, let's see. Well, what I'm watching, uh, well, like Rachel, I'm doing Prodigal Son. I'm binging um, the remastered. I'm just, I'm slowly starting, but um, HBO Go has the remastered Babylon 5. I've never seen it. I've heard a lot of my friends talk about it. And I mean, I heard about it when it first came out, but I just wasn't interested. And I'm just like, "Mm, I'll give it a go. And I've been enjoying it. So, and as for kind of recent stuff, um, sci-fi's resident alien with Alan has been fantastic so far and um for the forever fans if you're looking for something with our lead um ian grufford you might want to check out um harrow on hulu it's an australian mystery where he plays an me and there are they just started season three so being Emmy those have been very good yes yeah yeah he was a uh, yeah he was an Emmy in forever yeah so it's like hmm, okay <laughs> but no immor- no immortality in Harold so yeah. that's what <laughs> is I've it been. typecasting or job that's security? what I've been watching both maybe i don't know yes i guess it's like writers writing what they know actors act what they know yeah yeah sure yep um what i've been watching i've also been watching particle sun and resident alien um 
I haven't really been binging anything, but that's mainly because I can't decide. <laughs> I there's so many that I need to want to rewatch. That too. There's so many I want to rewatch or to watch for the first time. Or like I can't this pin one down. I'm gonna have to like kind of do like what we do with um 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 celebrities in a hat. I'm just gonna have to write all the shows I want to start, put them <laughs> in the back, and just take them take one out and watch it. Yes. <sighs> this is so much. There's so much dreaming that you like, I can't decide. Mm-hmm. So, you haven't really been binging anything, and I haven't really watched any movies recently. So, yeah. I, I. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. No. Yep. If for anything, for your own mental health. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yeah, there was, well, the other day, um, I, I was, I heard somebody talking about a show that, that they'd started watching. And uh, this, this man was like, yeah, we started watching the shows like I shouldn't have survived or I shouldn't be alive, something like that. Um, and he was describing it like, you know, all these people that, you know, were in these accidents that, where they where they should have died. And I'm like, that one, that sounds like that one would give me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I think mm-hmm. I'll pass on that one. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that, that falls in the category of not for me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you're enjoying it, but I will, I will give it a pass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I've been watching, um. Fresh off his supernatural stint, I've been watching. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen much of like the original one, so I don't know. Like, I can't compare them, but I've been enjoying the, the remake. Cool. I've been enjoying that one too. It's kind of also. Oh hey, you are in Supernatural. You are in Supernatural, and also the X Files. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> All of the above. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. All right. Well, our next uh, list is looking a bit forward. Uh, cute. The. Uh, Carly Simon, anticipation. (laughs) (laughs) What are the things you are looking forward to? Nobody's like, after last year, I'm not looking forward to anything. It'll probably get canceled. (laughs) It's like, I'm I'm living in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, what 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 am I anticipating? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like what movies are even coming out or uh, Black Widow. Yeah, I would say right now I think we're still on track for Black Widow, I think, next month. (laughs) I hope. Or did they get pushed back to May? Is it March or May? I thought it was March. Oh, where's that list? Wasn't like a whole list of showing all like the MCU? Yeah. I am not sure. I, don't know. Uh, I thought it was 
Mar oh no, sure May. Yeah, March you're right. Like I think it was March, yeah. and then I think she got pushed again to May. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Right now, IMDb has her for May seventh. So okay. Which you know, we'll be here before we know it. Oh yeah. Until True. she gets moved again. God, I hope not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't jinx it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've been waiting for how long for this movie? Oh. I mean, so even before long. this thing was even announced, I've been wanting this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I think everybody has. We're like, come on, guys. What? What's mm -hmm. what's the holdup? Give yeah. us Natasha. <laughs> yes. Free Natasha. Free Natasha. Yeah, really. <laughs> Seriously. Um. Yeah, I am. I'm racking my brain, and I really can't think of anything I'm really, really excited, hyped up for. I guess. I guess season two of Bridgerton, <laughs> like I mentioned earlier. Um, I mean, there's some big finish stuff that I've pre-ordered. Like oh, the, yes. oh, yes. the last Centurion, the, the yes. one with, with Rory uh, during his, his last Centurion years guarding the Pandora. So there's that. I'm also looking forward to the um, Christopher Eccleston stuff. Yes, that That's one too. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Big Finish has some stuff that yeah. yeah. If cool. anything else, we always have Big Finish that we are anticipating. <laughs> yes, because yeah. they've they they've figured out how to how to how to be pandemic proof mm -hmm. and and where mm -hmm. they where you can download your uh, your purchases. Then you know, yeah, oh, you're good unless you know if you really really want that physical CD, which some people do. That mm -hmm. that takes a little longer, but you also get a download. Um, yes, nice. Big Finish is mm -hmm. not a sponsor, but I will pimp them out whenever. Always. Yes, yes. <laughs> I will sing their praises because yep. they haven't steered me wrong yet. Nope. They're kind. They're kind of like a certain uh, a certain snack chip. They just keep making more. Yes. Please, <laughs> and they're like, "Here you go," and so. Mm -hmm. We will empty your wallet, and I'm happy to let them. <laughs> yes, I, I know. I know the little tagline is "We love stories," but it really should be "One, once you big finish, you don't stop with something." I don't know. Once you, yeah. once you pop, once you pop the when CD in, you just can't stop. I don't know. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. something like <laughs> yeah. that. You can't. You I'm can't have that just level taglines. You can't have just one. Wasn't that the, the Pringles? Yeah, there was some potato chip company or something. I was like, yeah, yeah. No, just or, or or to paraphrase the um, walking into Mordor meme, you cannot just purchase or one big finish. One does not simply listen to one big finish audio. Yes, <laughs> or bye. Yeah. yeah, it's just you know, through you know, through all the cancellations and the postponements and all this stuff, big finish has just kind of been trucking along. Just I mean, there there was a little bit of a of a delay on a few of them, but they're like, nah, we got it. Yep. We got it. Mm -hmm. Like I got you. I think they've been practicing <laughs> that you know, these setups at people's places for a while now. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. we know people that work for Big Finish here in the States. They ha obviously have to work yeah. remotely. Yeah. Yeah. Do all their work yeah. via distance. So, yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yes, it does. So, 
So bless them for it and keep on keeping on, Big Finish, because mm-hmm. here's yep. you're yep. saving our sanity. They started doing the lockdown yep. loads again, so yep, little freebies yep. every week. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Thank yeah, you, Big I, Finish. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I've been anticipating those those offerings, and they're fun. Yeah. It's going to be so good to hear Chris as the doctor again. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I've been loving like the stories with um oh who's who's done him in the big finish. I, I haven't but, like the like the ones where it's not the doctor but like a companion does it. And hasn't Camille done some of them? Yeah, 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 the yeah. companion chronicle. And so has um why am I Drawing a blank on his name, the Dalek dude, who, who's pretty Nick, much Nick, the Nicholas Frank. Yes, I mean he's he pretty much started Big Finish. It's his thing. Yeah. Well, but like he's done it. He's done Christopher Eccleston for something. Yeah, he did quite, some when they did the fiftieth uh, anniversary. They yeah, I think those, it was like um, the fiftieth stuff. Oh, and I can't remember what they were. Destiny of the Doctor. That's what yes. Those stories. Yeah, the other. And then there's a guy um, who does a pretty good, who does a good um, 11th Doctor. Uh, that's Jacob Dudman, I think? Yes. John Colshaw does the third Doctor. Mm-hmm. Or no, Tim Trelord. Colshaw. I yeah. gotta look it up again. I keep forgetting. <laughs> anyway. There's well, so funny. As, as well as like, uh, like Nicholas Briggs has done, has done it in the few other ones with it's they've done his stories it's gonna be so nice having him back mm-hmm. yes yes now nah, it's gonna it's gonna be great i should double check i'm sure i'm pretty sure i have him on pre-order but i now i'm doubting myself yeah. <laughs> double check i, I, double I like check. I like, the, I like the fact now that when you log in Mm-hmm. It has the nice little circle of, you've got this yes. coming through right. instead of having to go to your library and then trying to yeah. remember when you placed the pre-order. Yeah, scroll through. Yes, I I do I do love that. Like you've already got this, so it's like cool. I don't have to buy it again, or you know. Yeah. Um. So no, yeah. So so yeah. Big finish. Definitely anticipating all those wonderful good things mm-hmm. yep yeah well i know for uh three of us next month new season of the mass singer yeah. i was watching that um i guess it was over thanksgiving or something it was like the finale or close to the finale my sister was watching it and i'm like this is so goofy that it's actually looks kind of fun so mm-hmm. yep. that's yeah. basically a good 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 summary but <laughs> yeah yeah it is ridiculous in the best way <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, i may have to i may have to look into this yep yes a minute. do it join us christy join, join us, us. <laughs> <laughs> let's see you've joined us on a few others so hey come on in the water I, I, I might as <laughs> well i might as well <laughs> Um, and then another thing that I am anticipating that I alluded to when talking about what I'm reading is I had started the Dresden Files, mm-hmm. <laughs> finally had gotten the first two books, 
and now I am in perpetual stasis waiting for book, <laughs> <On> book three. <laughs> oh boy. So I'm just like, you know, as I'm, you know, requesting other things from the library and, and uh, you know, Mitchell? and overdrive. And, you know, all as soon as you get book three, put yourself on the waiting list for book four. Yeah. You'll thank me. Yeah. Yes. I, and I have to do it one book at a time because I don't want to end up like getting like book like six before I get to it. Yes. That I want is, to get yeah. in order so I can, you know, I'm only requesting. That is the risk you run. And I tell people that all the time when they're like, oh, I'm going to put the whole series on hold. It's like, you do realize that everyone is going to have book one on hold, but, you know, book seven doesn't have any holds on it. So book seven is the first one you're going to get just because that's how the hold system works. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and I was you, well, well aware of that. So I'm like, yes, oh, well, I'm yes. just going to wait. But I, I've been on hold for book three since like the start of the year oh boy <laughs> yeah that that, no that, tends, that tends to happen when, when there's a brand new one out everybody wants to read you know reread everything in order which is fine you're just gonna be waiting a while yeah yeah it's like say, get, get, get a little leeway for us new folk or favor <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah which yeah, i guess is a good thing you know because that gives me plenty of time to focus on these two michael eisner books but at the same time it's like i just i never know when i'm gonna get that email saying congratulations book three of the dresden files is now available to download and i'm like so you better download it within the next two days and then you have three weeks to read it so mm-hmm. we're gonna listen to it mm-hmm. yeah. so you wanna don't wanna you, you, you can you can read joy you can rejoin the adventures of Harry and Bob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I really need to start that series. I like. Uh, oh my gosh! It is so. And other people I know who read it, are like I have to, I have to. I just it is haven't. so so. They are good. Great. They're, they're they are really good. Rachel, I can't and, and wait until you meet it's, butters. It's <laughs> weird. The audiobooks, it's a bit weird because I'm so like I have listened to whole you know all these other audiobooks and it sounds like a person reading you a book, mm-hmm. whether it's fiction, mm-hmm. nonfiction, whatever. When somebody you know, with a few exceptions, like when I did the listen to the audio version of um, the first Chronicles of Narnia, and uh you know he was he was making little voices for the different characters you know if like it was one of the girls talking you know he'd speak with a higher voice you know that sort of thing mm-hmm. but yeah. for the most part well, you listen, not do that yeah you listen to an audiobook and unless it's a done more like big finish it's just someone reading you the book with the mm-hmm. dresden files it's more like Game you are listening Arthur? to a conversation wow. but you're only mm-hmm. getting it's like he's it's not like he's reading you a book it's like he sat down and just telling you a story about this really weird and investigation he, is, he went on Harry. yeah yeah it's like harry yes. dresden sitting down like at a bar and like oh you can't believe the week i've just had yes yes kind of that's exactly <laughs> you, you, you're now, at max and he's he's telling you the tale yeah. yes now yeah. okay it takes a little bit to get used to that yes, style okay. of storytelling but but you get really immersed in it and i'll, I'll yeah. tell you one thing and I'll, I'll try to do it without spoilers because later um you know he he you know 
as the series progresses, more and more characters become prominent and yeah. and things yes. like that. And later on, and he'll do voices for um, you know, male, female, whatever. He he does it so well, and they're all very distinct. So later, I actually listened to the audio version of some of the short story collections that that Jim Butcher put out, and some of them are written from certain female characters' points of view, and they uh-huh. have a female um, narrator reading it. And because of the character that it is, I am, and then I hear the the the, the lady reading it, and I'm like, no, 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 that's not that character's voice because I'm thinking of James Marsters version of that female character <laughs> because he did the voice so well, and I'm like in my mind, yeah. like, no, that is that character, that is her voice. Uh-huh. So, you know, I agree if, with yep. if they ever did a movie, I mean, I know they did a TV series, which was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was yep. all right. It was all right. Um, but, you know, you know, if they ever did a proper movie or something, then I'd be like, James Marsters has to play everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put him in a wig and just call it a day. Yeah. I, I wouldn't complain about that at Although all. Although if you want an actual Chauncey to play Chauncey the demon, I got one for you. <laughs> There's, there's a demon named Chauncey. Yes. 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 He has an upper class British accent. <laughs> Wears glasses. Oh. oh my gosh. Yeah. Dresden Files. If you haven't started it, you really should. Get on the yes. waiting list now. Get on yes. the waiting list now. Yes. Or if you have audible credits. Yes. You know, here's a plug for our uh, our audible yeah. discount. Um, yes. So- Guess what I use just our, did. Use our link on our, on our website. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> and, you know, if you ever get to meet Jim Butcher, you know, when we have in-person things again, he's he's a delightful gentleman. Uh-huh. He's wonderful. So, if you ever, if, if, you know, if he's ever at an author event or, or, or a con near you, he's worth meeting. And he's worth following on um, Facebook and Instagram to yes. see see how his his pets, uh, Fenris and um, Brew. Yeah, Fenris. The we're only fostering him. He's going to be leaving soon, and that's been <laughs> how many years now? <laughs> that is what we call a foster fail. <laughs> just, yes. just keep him. Just yep. yes. I, I think Brew would be a little. I think Brew would be a little upset if Fenris <laughs> went somewhere else. I imagine so. <sighs> mm-hmm. So yeah, that's like the biggest thing right now is I'm anticipating is moving up the wait list for the next. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh crap. Yeah, just later on, you're going to have to keep those books, or if you're listening to it audio, some of those you're going to have to keep keep it firmly in grip because there's some scenes where you kind of want to toss yeah. it in anger and then just come back to it later after you digest <laughs> what's happened yeah. without, without getting any spoiler territory, right, Chrissy? Yes, right now, right now, it's a it's a you know investigate you know the, a certain case of in this book and you know very procedural. Later on, that doesn't. That is not the case. But that's all. I'm- yeah, I yeah. get. I get the feeling yeah. that it's it's uh, even just two bucks in. I'm like, we're leading up to something. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh. But, but like all of a sudden, all these mentions of his mother and <laughs> yes. other things. Oh, yes. so. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. The good. 
the yeah. best thing about Dresden Files is that the first book is is his worst because they get progressively yeah. better as you go down the series. That is not a slight against, against Jim Butcher, but it's no. just that you know, and, and you know, you ask any author that was his first book. Yeah, that was his first book, <laughs> and you hope and you know. Talk. Uh, Jared says this all the time about his. He's like. Uh, you know, I want to improve. I want to get better. So, you know, maybe because you know, I've heard people like, oh, Stormfront, eh, it wasn't my thing. But I was like, no, 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 stick with it. And it gets mm-hmm. it, it, like every each book just gets so much better. And uh, yeah, I, I, people say it's like about book three. It took me to book four to really be like, because book four yeah. is, is like one of my favorites of the series. And I actually don't think I've That's Summer Night, correct? Anything. Yeah, Summer Night. I love Summer Night. Um, and I haven't really disliked anything, but just up until then, I was kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure if this is for me. But Jared was like, No, 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 keep with it, and I I'm glad I did. So, yeah. So yeah, any anyone out there who's starting out Dresden Files, and you're not sure, give it till book three or four, and whew, it's it's fun. Yep. It's a ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I know. Like if I know it's a the start of a series, I like. If I'm if I'm not really liking it, but I can see me liking it, I'll keep going. Like if I can see the potential. Mm-hmm. So. So there's Dresden Files. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe maybe one day we'll do we'll do a podcast episode on it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It might. That might let, be let, let me get more than two books well, in. Well, well, yes, yes. Yeah. Let me get in saying, like, an actual book. <laughs> yeah. Way way down the road. Once we're. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's a it'd be well, a complex topic, but we could do it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what's evolved? Seventeen, and I think seventeen, or is he at eighteen? I want to say seventeen. And I thought he was thinking that. And it that doesn't include like, like the short trips and stuff, right? Yeah, there, no. there are two. There are two anthologies of just short stories that he's collected because because he's written a bunch for you know different, um, you know, paranormal type anthologies, mm-hmm. and so those are collected in those two. There, it's side jobs and briefcases. Yeah, are the two. Because um, I think he said maybe when this whole series wraps up, it's gonna be like twenty five books total. Oof. Oof. That's that last count I heard. It was twenty. Damn it, something. Jim! <laughs> <laughs> we beat it in a good way. Yes. yes. <sighs> I am a person, not a computer. Well, you need you need something you need something to read other than other than Michael Eisner's shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> you need you need you need you need a, a brain cleanse every once in a while. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like most series I've read, if with few exceptions, have been more than like five stories. <laughs> I like the series well, apparently. If they if they've got more stories to tell, then why the heck not? <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right. Well, moving on to <laughs> from that tangent. Uh, <laughs> so back to uh, more current things. What is uh, I guess beyond uh, 
<laughs> audiobooks. Um, what is everybody listening to? Oh, it's mine. I mean, this is an audiobook. I kind of just split up the two main series I've been listening to. So, um, since I finished Dresden Files and was like, I kind of am enjoying this, you know, kind of paranormal supernatural kick. What else can I read? And so I was kind of, you know, tooling around trying to decide what I wanted to do. And uh, I stopped, well, um, I started looking into Alona Andrews. Now, Alona Andrews is actually a, a husband and wife duo, um, Alona and Andrew Gordon, who write under this, this name. And they write sort of, you know, supernatural paranormal type stuff. And the and one and the series they've got several series going on, but the one I kind of hit on mostly because Overdrive had a copy of the first book available on audio um, is the Hidden Legacy series, and it's um, takes place in our world, but where um, magic is inherited um, within families, and the and the magic families form houses, and the houses are kind of what control society it's sort of like you know your your um you know dukes and duchesses those kinds of things but you know with magic and in more modern times so um so it follows this uh private investigator her name is nevada baylor and her dad's passed away she's running the family business her mom and grandma help out she's got a couple younger sisters and some cousins and, you know, they're kind of, I mean, she has magic, but she's kept it on the down low. Uh, and, and they mostly do, like, um, like you know, spying on cheating spouses or, you know, getting, getting proof that they, you know, they cheated or, uh, you know, bail jumpers or, or things like that. It's like small time stuff, but she ends up in some, you know, wrapped up in some really big, uh, this really big, big situations and... Uh, this guy Connor Rogan, who's the head of House Rogan, he's also called the Scourge of Mexico because of some terrible thing that he caused with his magic. And he's he's uh, yeah, he he ends up uh, in the picture, and eventually they're gonna get together. It's like I'm like I'm waiting for the third book. <laughs> um, it's a five book series, so and, and it's it's kind of fascinating because I I kind of enjoy it when. You know, I, I can see it like I have a I have a story where I can recognize the the setting like you know it's, it's similar to a to a modern setting but there's just something different about it so there's a little twist to it so this one it's kind of, it you know it, it's fascinating that I can recognize certain things but you know it, but in this in this setting in this alternate history you know certain things happen differently so they'll re refer to these historical events that were very different than than what we would know because magic is is um is a thing so it's the hidden legacy series now the covers look really risque because whoever did the covers had no idea what the book was actually about <laughs> so you know you got shirtless muscled dudes with you know with with a lady in very provocative poses there's a reason i got it on digital <laughs> because <laughs> uh -huh. honestly i i can't really take take the cover seriously i mean there is romance but it's not everything uh and like the first book is called burn yeah. for me but 
in that in, in the context of the story, it means something very different than the cover would suggest. I was gonna say yeah, because that that definitely sounds like it means some like really yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, Burn yes, spontaneous combustion in this sense in the yes, book. Yes, yes, the villain, <laughs> the villain in that book is a mage who his 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 magic is fire. He loves to burn things down with impunity, and he's like one of the most dangerous mages. And Nevada gets set on him because his family contacted the the house that owns nevada's family's mortgage and and that family house montgomery is forcing nevada to to go after him they're expecting her to fail and when when she fails meaning she dies from from you know from from fighting this guy they can go back and say well we tried and they're not even close to putting their their best people on it because he doesn't want to lose his best people so he's just sending in this little small potatoes a private investigator after after this guy so mm. that that's 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 the deal but yeah she's the the reader on the audio is fantastic again you know someone you know, you just kind of get immersed into the story with the voices and the things they do so yeah so there's five books in the series and then i think there's a spin-off series involving one of nevada's sisters and i haven't i mean i haven't got there yet obviously um but so far i'm really enjoying it so first one's called burn for me the next one's called white hot third one is wildfire that's the one i'm waiting on right now so so far i'm enjoying it i mean as with anything it could t- completely go off the rails in the next book or so but i kind of don't think so i'm so i'm, I'm looking forward to, to that one sounds interesting yeah it, it is it's it's kind of in that you know dresden files you know real world meets meets fantasy magic sorts of things but in a different way so if you're if you've caught up with dresden files and need to scratch that that uh urban fantasy itch this one's a good one uh well when i'm not listening to audiobooks uh uh for the most part i'm just trying to catch up on my immense backlog of podcasts <laughs> as always i swear like as soon as what it seems like every time we do this i'm like i'm five years behind on every show i listen to uh so um well, recently though um i've been uh trying to get through the backlog that is the quantum leap podcast uh because I was grossly behind on them, and they are now to the point where they are on the last season of Quantum Leap. So oh, wow. uh, they're he- they're headed into the home stretch um, with with their show, um, and the last season things get very interesting. <laughs> There's some interesting <laughs> plots in the last season. Uh, so, uh, but I'm I'm still grossly behind uh i was so far behind that like the pandemic hadn't even started yet and uh uh not chris uh matt was talking about going to gallifrey one i'm like oh yeah that was the thing people used to do (laughs) (laughs) so that shows you how far behind i am but now i'm well into like middle of last year (laughs) <laughs> so I still got ways to go before I'm 
completely caught up but hey i guess that means that they're the 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 podcast won't end for me when it ends for them <laughs> you're you are you're making progress yes <laughs> yeah i mean their their episodes are long uh but that's fine by me I mean, some people are like, I don't like a podcast longer than like 20 minutes because I use it for my commute and I'm over here like two hours. Yeah. Dang, I love long Bring podcasts. Yeah. I, I get I get so I get kind of sad when a podcast episode is over because I'm like, well, now, now I, especially if I'm if I'm really enjoying it, I'm like, oh, come mm-hmm. on. I want more. Yeah. That's a hint for for you listeners that we're, you know, we're going on to a couple hours now with mm-hmm. this one. Enjoy it. Hopefully. Yes. And if you still and if if even after listening to our shows, if that's not enough, go to our YouTube channel and listen to us play D D. Yes. <laughs> that's another that's another thing we do yeah yeah but yeah that's that's kind of where i'm if i if you if you see me with headphones in and i'm not looking at my screen therefore i'm not watching er or if it's friday you're not watching wandavision uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, then odds are i'm either a listening to an audiobook or I'm listening to the Quantum Leap podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> that's about all I got the brain cells for at the moment. Unless I'm in the mood for just plain old music. Mm-hmm. Especially if I'm mm-hmm. at the gym. Sometimes sometimes a podcast just doesn't do it for you to try to get through the workout which is why i have mm-hmm. a workout playlist with things like metallica on ah, it yes. So. Yes. you have metallica on your playlist yeah i know Shocking. <laughs> yeah. never would have guessed yeah, I don't. <laughs> what else what else we got I haven't really been listening to anything, really. Like, I'm also way behind on my podcast, but I haven't really started to try to catch up on any of them. Like, the only one I'm sort of caught up on is Traveling to Vortex, our brother podcast, but I'm still, like, I'm a couple weeks behind on them. But other than that, I've just been listening to music. Nothing really specific, just random things like, oh, I'm in the mood for this. Mm-hmm. Well, that. This or that, and a little bit of the other. Uh, yep. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I, really. I think we're all just like up to our eyeballs and earballs and books. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the sound of things. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. too. I'm kind of like Brittany, where I get indecisive. So, it's just like, uh, oh, I want what this. Is I want that. Everybody working on yeah. anything? Well, um, I don't know if I can count this as working on, but uh, over Christmas, um, apparently not. Dirt- <laughs> Podcast homework when we've got it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, over, over Christmas, uh, Jared and I got Nintendo Switches for as a nice. family. 
Hello? family uh, uh, present. And uh, oh, there we, bought, go. we bought a couple of games. I ended up getting Animal Crossing after hearing so much about it. Yeah. Sister Plays. And my niece got it. And I'm like, hey, this is something we can do together apart. Oh, <laughs> and okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of in love with it. Yeah, I, mean, I had a friend that texted me and she's like, you really should play Animal Crossing. I think you'd really like it. And I'm like, I'm your, sure. Your life, I your just, life would be consumed by it. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't need another device to look at. I spend so <laughs> much time playing on my phone, the games on my phone as it is. Yeah. I, right? I do. I don't need another device to keep track of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I've just kind of more, more or less it was, um, a, a re- well because i because my niece showed it to me um you know when we went to go visit him for christmas and you know we were getting you know we got we got the switches and we were just kind of thinking what other games we want I'm like i want to try animal crossing because it's something i can do with her and my sister um not um the sister is not her mom by the way this is different sister um and so you know you can kind of you visit each other's islands but you know you just kind of you kind of just build this island you build your house you, mm-hmm. you plant flowers you go fishing you visit other islands you build you know create things craft things it's very mellow kind of zen really yes and it's just it's just kind of fun and you know and you don't have to play with other people like if they come on and say i'm online you can just you know say okay that's nice because um, you have to open your your airport gate to let people in, or you know, you actually have to go to them. Um, you know, you dig up you dig up fossils. You you build up a, a, a collection at the museum. Um, mm-hmm. There's just all kinds of little activities. And like the other day, they had an event called Festival, which is basically Mardi Gras. And like all day, I was collecting. <laughs> it was actually a day Blue I feathers. had off. Yeah, I was collecting the feathers <laughs> for all the little. And it's just it's fun. It's cute. It's wholesome. And it can be silly and you know it's just it there it is there's no there's no plot line to it there's no i mean you you can find out you know there's there's a certain trick to to growing certain kinds of flowers uh, which is what one of the projects i'm working on so there it falls under working on Mm -hmm. i'm working on my flower garden in animal crossing um and all your little neighbors are animals and they they all have their distinct personalities. I've got one, I've got Sheldon the squirrel who's a who's Aww. a jock, basically. And he's always talking about, you know, you know, working out and you know, getting your your muscles and there's Fuchsia the the pink fox and she's a she's a fashion fashionista and very, you know, suave and sophisticated. Uh, and I've got Bettina, this cute little mouse who like at one point I thought she thought I was ignoring her, so I started giving her gifts so she wouldn't leave. <laughs> so I kind of become attached to these little digital creatures. <laughs> and it's it's there's it, I love it, Animal Crossing. Yeah, there's no there's no real pressure to it, but I love it. Mm-mm. It's a fun one. I haven't played. Oh, oh, go ahead, Brandon. I haven't played in. I haven't played the this newer one, but I've like seen a lot of people play it, like on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. I had the one that was before it that was on the 3DS, and oh, I enjoyed that yeah. one. But I really want to get a Switch so I can get Animal Crossing because it, it looks that one looks so much like like you said it's relaxing and zen. Yeah, like, yeah. You just kind of oh, you just you just sit and you you play for however long you want to, and 
mm-hmm. then uh, then you go from there. Anyway, and it's not real stressful, so it's it's perfect for when you've you know you've you've had a rough day or you just want to relax, and you can do whatever kind of little project you want. Yep. Yeah, that sounds completely at my speed, but again, I just, that's not a rabbit hole I need to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, it can, it can take up a lot of time. It can be kind of a time suck if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, be judicious in, in what you want to, what you want to do, but there it is. And what I've been working on, I got this gift at Christmas, and I'm slowly taking my time, but I got the Lego Little Baby Grogru with movable movable arms, hands, ears, and head. Yeah. Um, Bags upon bags and bags within bags. I've gotten like four or five out of the nine done yeah <laughs> the it's like 1073 pieces and the the uh manual to put the uh the, the little guy together it's probably about the size of a a, a monthly magazine <laughs> yeah so it's slow going, but I'm enjoying it. I'm taking my time. I don't want to get frustrated. And yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. you don't need to take it out on the kid. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and lose pieces to boot. That would not be good. Yeah. No. Yeah, no are coming after you unless you want. To right. <laughs> not to be fair, it's not such a well. Maybe if it's revenge, but having them actually come over and hang out would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, uh, what am I working on that I haven't already mentioned? Uh, <laughs> yeah, besides you know, podcasting homework, uh, you know, stuff I gotta watch for gold standard and and the like. Although I don't have a lot of gold standard homework this coming episode, which is kind of nice actually. <laughs> <laughs> um so um but uh i I, my sewing machine was in the shop right after new year's getting a a tune-up um but i haven't taken her out for a spin since i got her back but she should be purring like a kitten now so i guess i can get back (laughs) onto some of my sewing projects that i didn't get finished over the the holiday break um so it's like yeah i want to start him on the off chance that conventions may be a thing later this year but at the same time it's like i don't want to get my hopes up <laughs> so we'll see we'll see or you know you could just do it for yourself yeah that, yeah. that's, that's and then, like when new coverage do start like oh look i have all this and i don't even have to worry that about is it that is true too like look how prepared i am <laughs> that is that is very true so no so knowing you like what you have all this stuff and then the convention comes like oh new idea yeah uh-huh. well considering the uh you know the um the uh, Corella trailer. I might already have new ideas. So, 
again we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> in the in the near future so yeah I, i've got pending sewing projects that probably should be worked on that i'll get to eventually so uh you know one of those things that are a work in progress i'm always working on something cosplay related <laughs> how's that there you go <laughs> i should say one of these days one convention you just need to do like a whole like mash up of cosplays yeah like just one big mash up <laughs> that seems like that's my life most of the time actually <laughs> <laughs> got quite the collection i've got lots of fandoms covered yep one day you'll have just this big old wardrobe saying look at everything that i have dressed up as mm-hmm. yep like do a little tour of it yeah here's my gallery yeah <laughs> I mean, I'm not really working on anything. Like, just like working on. I can't really say shrinking my to read to watch whatever list because of of growing. But yeah, don't yeah, don't ever don't ever think. <laughs> yeah, don't ever think you will ever finish up your to be read watch list because you're yeah. always going to add like, to it. Mm-hmm. Say, cross out one, add like five. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. That is life. Anyway. Yep. Especially when we do the show and we suddenly are, get suggestions for 12 more things. So. Right? It's like, what and else also, do you want to do? Um, oh, that. Okay. Um, sleep? Eh, who needs that? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's for uh, weak people. Yes. Sleep <laughs> for the week. I'm just working on like mobile games I have. Yeah. (laughs) I always end up reading in the middle of the night when the kids are awake. It's like, well, I have to be awake with you, so might as well read something on my phone. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I start reading something. Like, I'd say, I, oh, I probably want to just read like 10 or 11. Look at the time on my phone. It's two o'clock in the morning. Like, (laughs) oh. I really need to go to bed. Ten, ten chapters later. Uh-huh. Is that the sun I see? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Whoops. Wow. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway. So, anything else? Nope. I don't okay. think so. I don't think I need anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have we have we sufficiently filled up your your to do list, people? Well, yep. Hopefully we have. <laughs> and uh, if any of our listeners want to chime in on what they've been doing, or reading, or whatever it is you are doing, uh, you can send in your feedback. And tell and give us more suggestions because heaven knows we could use them. All right. Um, our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can go to our website, which is the fiveishfangirls.com, 
and find links to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and leave comments. We read those out as feedback on the show quite a bit. And um, if you want to help support the show, we have Patreon, we have an Amazon store, we have our aforementioned Audible link, which gives us a little bit of a uh, a referral bonus for uh, when you sign up using our link and you get uh, and you get some free audiobooks when you sign up so you it's so everybody wins it's amazing mm-hmm. and then you can probably you can get on reading or listening to that dresden files backlog that you all have because you all have assignments now to listen to mm-hmm. dresden files <laughs> <laughs> i'm making you do it <laughs> you now have homework children. I always put my audible credit on it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, all joking aside, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you guys listening and sending feedback and and in any way that you support the show because it's just it's just good to know people are out there listening and we're glad that that you enjoy what we're doing. So we'll continue to do it. And thank you, thank you all, thank you again, and. Hope you all are staying well and safe and sane in wherever you are. Where mm-hmm. if you, every crazy thing that's going on in this world, and you don't yep. need to enumerate mm-hmm. them because you're living through it. Yeah. Yep. Especially any listeners we have that got really hit last week, especially the ones in Texas. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Yes. If you're in Texas, bundle up, please. Yep. Uh-huh. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I, I have to say, I have to say, I'm proud of you guys. Uh, no power, no water, and and yet nobody is a uh, no no uh, riding, looting, or any of that crazy stuff that it's usually the, happens. Yes, yeah. When mm-hmm. when these big storms, disasters happen, so Texas, good on you. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for taking care of each other because that's what it's all about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. With that, I guess we shall sign off for this week. This is Brittany and Troy saying goodnight. This is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Be safe, everybody. to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. 
You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.